Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. This week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills can pretty much be summarized in one line. Merce is in the purse. Merce is in the purse. Erica is wasted. And I loved every second of it. It was a good one. So we are going to break down the hilarious dinner party and more. But before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo Breaking News. Also, in case you missed it, we are recapping Vanderpump Rules. Guys, it is back. So make sure you guys tune into our weekly recaps every Wednesday for Vanderpump Rules. And we'll be here Thursdays for Beverly Hills as well. But let's get into the episode. So we pick up on that treacherous, windy road. We're on the side of the road. Crystal is out of the van. And Anne-Marie is consoling her you know she's kind of putting all the differences aside and of course we get Anne Marie in the confessional being like this is pretty ironic seeing as Crystal was downplaying my profession etc etc I'm sure we will hear a lot more about that because I don't know if you watch watch what happens live but things are not good but with Anne Marie and Crystal but yeah it's it's kind of crazy I guess Crystal has high blood pressure Anne Marie even like offers to go to the hospital with her which I'm like whoa 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 okay let's not take it too far but it's like production steps in and they're like nope we're gonna send somebody because I don't know what would happen in that hospital room but it might not be good but I just can't help but think like I don't know is this like a little bit of karma like I'm not wishing anything on anybody but it's just it's ironic it definitely is ironic. I mean, I thought it was really nice that Anne-Marie offered to go with her because obviously, like, you know, Crystal's not her favorite person at the moment. But I think when it comes to something like this where, you know, it is a serious medical issue, it didn't seem like, you know, Anne-Marie was saying she's just, you know, carsick and she'll be fine. Like, she actually seemed a little bit concerned. So I think... I think for me, Anne-Marie had a little bit of a redemption moment here because she was big enough to put that aside and say, look, you know, we're in a foreign country. I'm sure you're scared. Like, I'm happy to go with you. So I thought that was really nice. But, you know, they take Crystal off. Someone from production goes with her. They go to church and they all, you know, want to light a candle for her and set intentions. And Erica basically brings up again that she is kind of disappointed in how the ladies reacted to her news that, you know, she's getting the earrings back. And I am just so surprised that she's really going hard on this because I don't know if you follow the Bravo docket on Instagram, but they are attorneys and they break down a lot of the legal cases that these Bravo celebrities are dealing with. And 
Now listen, there was a lot written there, but from my understanding, basically she got the earrings back almost on a technicality. Like they had they had been seized because of bankruptcy and or like in bankruptcy court and they couldn't prove that they were bought through the firm, like through Girardi Key's firm or something. And so they had to give them back. But it doesn't mean that they confirmed they weren't bought with client funds. So go to Bravo Docket and check out their post on this because they really did a deep dive and like explained it all. I'm sure I'm not quite explaining it correctly, but I read it and I thought, this so basically it's a technicality it's they're not saying yes you deserve to have these earrings it's okay they came after them for this specific reason and they couldn't prove that so i don't know i'm just i'm like erica just let it go i i just don't think it's a good look yeah i think i was in the minority last week saying like erica deserved this win da, 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 <laughs> because literally nobody agreed with me you guys didn't agree with me social media didn't agree with me I just feel like I am really liking Erica this season. So I like yeah. want her to, you know, like you said about Anne-Marie, have this like redemption moment. Like I want her to come out of the other side of this. You know, I think she deserves to move on. So that's just where I was coming from. But I don't know. The earrings. I mean, who would have thought we would still be talking about them now? I don't know. I'm not sure it's the end of it. I mean, is she going to wear them? Likely. Likely, right. we'll probably see her wearing them. It's probably going to spring up all over again. We also, did you guys see, we have Housewife and the Hustler 2 coming. Uh -huh. Part 2 of Erica, or really Tom Girardi's kind of documentary about everything that he did coming. So that's going to be crazy. We may just need to break that down too. Um, but we also got a, another very emotional moment in that church with Sutton and Kyle. Because at the end of the day... They have a lot in common when it comes to suicide with Sutton's dad and Lorraine, Kyle's friend, and they kind of break down and have this moment together. And I think realize, you know, being in this church, both being, you know, a little bit religious and they're, they're setting their intentions there. I think it was a powerful moment for them to come together and really realize how petty and insignificant and really like their fights were like based on nothing. They were talking about eating disorders and you know, Kyle's thing with Morgan, like really there are more important things to, to worry about in life than rumors. Yeah. I thought it was a really nice moment. I'm happy to see them come together. You know, Sutton said, I'm sorry, I haven't been a better friend. Kyle, you know, seemingly forgives her and I'm happy to see them, you know, on a better track. So the ladies go to lunch in Barcelona. They have a very animated tour guide, Manolo, as in Blahnik. You know, Kyle wants to find Hermes because that's her center compass whenever she goes to a new city. I mean, what a life, right? Like, <laughs> I wish that was my, <laughs> I wish that was my life. But, you know, Anne-Marie kind of says, you know, all the drama with Crystal is in hindsight, like all that matters is that she's okay. And then we get like Garcelle turning to Dorit and who knows if it was just the way this was edited, but it seemed very out of left field for me. She just kind of said, I want to talk to Dorit. And she kind of brought up the whole thing that went down at Taco Tuesday where she didn't like what Dorit said to her. You know, Dorit kind of was careless with her words. And it just felt very strange to be having this conversation at that moment because there was no lead in. But it ended up being a good conversation, you know, and Dorit said... 
look, I, I hear you that you think that I've lived a very sheltered life. And I, you know, I want to share with you that that's not necessarily the case. Like I've had my own struggles. I'm not comparing them to your struggles, but you know, I do have more of a broad view of the world than, than you think I do. You know, she was being bullied when she was little for being like the only Jewish kid around. And, you know, I think ultimately it was good. They kind of hurt each other. They came together and understood each other a little bit better. But I'm still, I'm still mad at Dorit for posting that Instagram like a couple weeks ago saying happily living in my bubble. I'm just like, just be the one you're we're seeing on screen, not, you know, stop doing that shit on the side. Yeah, I think she's going to have a lot to answer to at the reunion between the social posts and then the child bride comment because the ladies uh -huh. don't even know about that, you know, because it was in the confessional. So Dorit, I think the ladies are going to be coming for you at the reunion. But yeah, they took it deep at that lunch. But, you know, leave it to the ladies to bring it right back up to the surface because then they're like, we, we don't have time to go shopping. We, we have to get back for dinner, but please Sutton, please. And Sutton's like, okay, I'm going to set a timer. And you would think that Kyle like had to shop or she was going to get murdered because she <laughs> was like, ready, set, go. Okay. What this, this ring doesn't fit. Oh, okay. Like I'll take, I'll take it, it anyway. anyway. I'll take it anyway. This, this, this. She's grabbing everything in sight. It's like she was like doing like a, a challenge or something like that. Like how many things can you buy in the span of three minutes? Like it was crazy. And the things that they were picking up, like Dorit bought seven antique fans. Why? Why do you need, were they gifts for people? Like, I don't know. Like we we're speculating that Dorit has financial issues and then she spends like $800 or euros or whatever it was on fans. Like what? I mean, it's art, Kim. It's art. I will say I've been to Spain and the fans are a very big thing. I, I bought several while I was there because it is fucking hot there and like there's not a lot of air conditioning so everyone walks around with a fan and they have really beautiful ones but it was so confusing to me that this shop had antique fans that were hand painted and then velvet bikinis like what a mix I just thought that was so strange and but yeah it was like Kyle was in supermarket sweep you're probably too young to remember that show no but I do that's like exactly a game show yes there was a game show where people would have to go through a fake grocery store and like get certain items like in the certain amount of time and whoever did it fastest won. That was Kyle's vibe. 100%. I loved it. And then she holds up the bikini that looks like literally a child's bikini and is like, I think this will fit me. Like, it's like, she doesn't even care. She's not going to try it on. Obviously she can't return any of this. It's like, it doesn't even matter if it fits. If she likes it, she want it, she got it. Yeah. Um, all right, so we get back to the, the house. Crystal's there. You know, she says, I had really high blood pressure. She was like 177 over 100, which that, that is, that's high. And she said that it's something that she knows that she struggles with. And that made me really nervous and curious, like why, I don't know what could cause, what could cause that for her. But she was really scared. You know, she kind of breaks down and she said like she thought she was having a stroke and she was kind of thinking about, you know, leaving her kids behind and it like, that can be very scary. So I'm glad that she, you know, got on that medication and I hope that she is still doing well with that. But we start getting dressed for dinner. Crystal decides she's gonna rally for dinner and Erica is getting her glam and like, she's already pretty sloshed. She, you know, they show her drinking those vodka sodas with the lemons and 
we see everyone arriving. Sutton's erudite friends reminds me of the Divergent series where they were into different factions and like there was a faction called the erudites and you know, Storm is back. His dad enters the picture. They're making pie. The dad was very good looking, I will say, especially for an older, older gentleman. Um, and Garcelle is kind of like, hey, you know, maybe I should go for the more seasoned model of this of this duo. And they're not even being like that discreet about it, which I think is so funny. Garcelle and Crystal are kind of immediately like, yeah, mm -hmm, yep, let's go. And then Sutton from like across the way, Garcelle, Garcelle, you know? So this this poor guy is probably embarrassed, but he probably loved it as well. Who do you think I, would, I, would would take home the guy, Garcelle or Sutton? Oh, Garcelle, 100%. We've seen Sutton's dating track record. It is not good. You know, I don't know. They have to mesh really, really well. And I don't know. I think that Garcelle would definitely win in this case. And again, I'm here for it. I kind of hope it happens. So we'll see. But the, everybody sits down to dinner. Oh, first of all, I just want to say, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I didn't know what an erudite was. I had to Google it. That probably makes me so dumb because it means somebody, no. somebody that's like really smart. But I had never heard that word before. However, Kim, the only reason I knew it is because of that divergent books and movies. That's the only reason I knew it. Okay. All right. Let us know in the comments. Did you know what erudite was? Because I didn't. And the one person who actually did surprisingly was Erica. And we need to break down her actions at this dinner because they were absolutely hilarious. Like, first of all, it's like she has no filter, but everything she's saying, she's not being bitchy. She's not being mean. Mm -hmm. She's being overly nice to everybody. Very diplomatic and, you know, respectful and gracious that the guests are here. But then she does call out the Ziploc bag. And honestly, I mean, it's what everybody's thinking. Everybody agrees in the confessional. Yeah. They're like, you know, somebody says it. But the fact that she brought it up in front of Merce's other friends was really, really funny. And then she just starts going off with these people. I mean, they are talking about how, you know, we have the most famous architect in Barcelona. We have these very well-traveled, cultured people. And Erica is owning that dinner table. She yeah. is like... You know, I'm used to dining and socializing with erudites because of her relationship with Tom. And she is doing so well. They're talking about Beirut. She's like, oh, I heard Beirut is like LA, you know, sea to mountains to snow. Mm -hmm. um, still civil war there, yeah? And everybody's like, excuse me? What? Is this actually coming out of her mouth? Like, it was crazy. But she was killing it. Killing it. Yeah, back half of this episode, Erica was the best I've ever seen her. She was phenomenal, 10 out of 10, top tier, no notes. I mean, she's throwing out the fertile crescent, you know, she is slipping right back into that role that I think she played for so many years as Tom's wife. You know, they probably went to dinners and outings and galas all the time and she's socializing with, you know, she's used to socializing with people who are very intelligent and she just knows how to how to play it. And I, you know, we were all impressed. Dorit says she's like a drunk rain man, which is so spot on and so funny. And, you know, we then get the iconic line, Merce is in the purse. And, you know, she's not wrong. Like a Ziploc bag doesn't quite seem right, but I was trying to figure out what would be right for 
ashes. Like there's got to be some sort of inner container and then you put them in something nice, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kyle suggested like a little silk bag or a pouch or something like that. I have no idea. But Merce is in the purse. Merce is in the Ziploc bag. And it kind of just brought a lightness to like something that is actually very heavy, you know. And nobody seemed offended by it. You know, everybody was kind of laughing. I think because they know that Erica didn't come at it with any ill intent. Um, But I just loved this Erica. Like we need, this is what we've been missing from Beverly Hills since Kathy's departure. You know, that, you know, lightness, that fun, Mm -hmm. that, you know, we don't get to laugh a lot, honestly, when watching Beverly Hills. But this brought that back and, and I just loved it. Again, no notes. It was, yeah, it was great. And then dinner's over and Erica is like, okay, thank you very much, and I'm out. Like, just takes, she's like, all right, shutting down. Erudite Erica is leaving, exiting the building. You know, she's going to go and put on some sunglasses and dance on Garcelle's bed. Kyle's raiding the the chocolate, which is totally me, especially after, like, a nice meal. I always want something, like, like sweet to finish it off. And then, you know, Garcelle keeps saying, all right, well, Erica, you got to get out because, you know, Storm's dad's coming up. And, you know, that would have been amazing if he actually did. But, you know, Dorit's stuck down there kind of saying her long-winded goodbyes, which I'm sure is, you know, by her own doing. But Erica is, you know, she's got it down. She's like, all right, I've done my duty and I'm out of here. Yeah, no, she she did her duty. And no offense, but Dorit wishes. Dorit, you know, she that's her tagline. She's like you know, fashion is my language and I'm fluent, you know, it's supposed to kind of mean like she's cultured and worldly, but talk about cultured and worldly, Erica, like, you know, Dorit, take notes, take notes. But the next morning, you know, we get ready to do the ceremony with Merce in the purse and Sutton gets really emotional. You know, it kind of, you know, she, she breaks down kind of out of nowhere. And she explains to Kyle, you know, this has a lot to do with her dad. Um, It's symbolic of her father's ashes. And I didn't catch this, but you wrote that she lost her dad's ashes. Yeah. It sounded like she said that she had a bit of his ashes, like each of the siblings got some. And she had lost them in a move. Like she had moved so many times and she lost the ashes. At least that's what I heard. You guys tell me if I'm crazy, but, um, so I can understand why that's super emotional. And this was, you know, she said this is symbolic of his ashes. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And it also has, you know, she has these very important men in her life that she's lost. Um, and I think it's all kind of culminating for her in this moment. Yeah. She talks about how she's, you know, been angry about her divorce and she kind of gives us a little backstory like when she was with christian things weren't going well and she suggested a separation and they you know she thought they were going to go to therapy and kind of work on things while they were separated well he had a different idea when they separated and he moved out he filed for divorce right away and she was not expecting that. And so, you know, she lost her husband. She lost her father suddenly and unexpectedly. And then this man, Merce, who played a big role in her life and was probably kind of like a father figure to her. Now she's lost him. And so I, she kind of explains that this 
bringing the ashes here and and spreading them is kind of symbolic of like moving on from all of these relationships of you know these men who were very important in her life yeah i mean i think that next week with this ceremony is going to be really tough to watch i think you know the emotions are going to be running high we're also going to get a scene you know with kyle and dorit where she kind of gives us an update on mo so i don't know next week could be a little emotional but this week was so fun i'm not gonna stop saying mercy in the purse it's kind of like the new name um i don't know love erica loved this episode i think it was one of the highs of the season um but we'll be back next week to cover next week's episode all right see you guys then bye